0: Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bobble.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Thanks for participating. I'm your host, Sydney.
0: When the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they prank it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's worse, it's the headless horseman, he's the worst. And I'm Josh. I and this is gonna... a spooky episode.
1: I thought you were going to say I'm the headless horseman after you sang that whole like theme song.
0: I'm Ichabod Crane. All right. And you're Mr. Toad.
1: <laughs> Rude.
0: We're like The Rock and Kevin Hart. I'm The Rock. Sure. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Josh, that's Sydney, we're the hosts of Thanks for Participating, the podcast you're listening to right this very moment, uh, and I think that covers it. Let's get started.
1: Yeah, let's do it. This We are full in spooky season.
0: I'm really excited about this episode because it's something I've been trying to get you to do with me for <laughs> over two years.
1: Okay, but I did kind of do it with you when we were first dating.
0: That's true. Um, that That's fair. That is fair. So today we will be talking about haunted houses.
1: So Josh and I both are obsessed with Halloween. It is our favorite holiday.
0: Just autumn in general, the superior season of the year. No argument needs to be made. It's universally agreed that it trumps all other seasons.
1: Yeah, autumn is
0: vibes. Especially since our birthdays are both in October, only like a week and a half apart.
1: Yeah. So, we've been, like, trying to take full advantage of this whole season by doing fun stuff. And so, we live in this really gorgeous valley. And as the falls as the falls have been changing colors, is what I was going to say. As the leaves have been changing colors, we've been, like, going and hammocking up in this canyon. Or we went on a hike to some hot springs the other night in the fall colors. And it's just been a lot of fun. Like... We've really been trying to be outdoors and taking advantage of like the area we live in because we won't be here for forever. So
0: we also have been watching spooky movies all the time, which I'm not as big of a fan of, but Sydney loves <laughs> scary movies. But I love haunted houses for some reason. I think we've talked about this multiple times on this podcast before, but Sid loves scary movies, and I can't do it. I watched The Sixth Sense when we were first dating, and I couldn't, like, sleep at night for, like, three <laughs> months. And it's not even, like, a terrifying movie, right? It's, like, a like a thriller more. But I, for some reason, I love going through haunted houses, haunted mazes, walkthroughs. But Sid has been really, really nervous to try them.
1: I in the past have not been a fan and that is because of one reason and one reason only and it is the chainsaw. I hate the chainsaw. I think the first time I ever went through like a haunted walkthrough thing was this corn maze that my friends took me to and I was like oh haunted corn maze like that sounds so fun and to be honest I did have a lot of fun doing it like walking through the corn maze and they had like a bus that you had to walk through and like People would jump out of the corn and I thought it was like kind of fun and stuff until this one guy got out and like started chasing us with a chainsaw and I was like, nope, this is it. This is my limit. I hate this. Like I want out now.
0: Okay. What is it about a a chainsaw that's different from everything else in a haunted attraction that you don't like?
1: I cannot tell you. It's just really? as <laughs> soon as I hear the chainsaw, it's like fight or flight and my brain is like flight.
0: It's just the vibes. It's... Everything else is good vibes. Chainsaw is bad vibes.
1: Yeah. it's not vibes all right that's that's what i heard the high school kid on the front runner say the other day was like something was vibes so i guess that's how it the cool kids say things now so chainsaws are not vibes
0: technically chainsaws are vibes because doesn't vibe stand for vibration and the only reason why you're you hear the chainsaw is because it's vibrating and creating sound waves that come like that's that's what you don't like is the sound of the chainsaw right
1: yeah, you it's don't not, like they're, the. They're not vibes.
0: No, the they are vibes. Chainsaw's not
1: vibes. <laughs> if
0: they if it wasn't vibes, you wouldn't hear the chainsaw, and then you would vibe with the chainsaw because there weren't vibes.
1: But I don't vibe with the chainsaw. There's no vibes.
0: So the chainsaw's the chainsaw's vibes, but you're not vibes with for the chainsaw. I guess <laughs> it's vibing for you, but you're not vibing for it.
1: No, I am not vibing <laughs> for the chainsaw.
0: Poor chainsaw. What if it's an orphan chainsaw?
1: I have no sympathy for chainsaw. Sorry.
0: What if the chainsaw? What if the chainsaw saved your life? Okay.
1: Okay, but it, what didn't. If it was? A,
0: what if what where, if it took you out to a really nice dinner?
1: Where has this gone?
0: What if it bought what if the chainsaw bought you flowers? What if the chainsaw had a really great personality and a fantastic sense of humor?
1: <laughs> well, I'm married, so
0: I I would give you a hall pass for a chainsaw any day. Just I saying. don't
1: want one.
0: Because you're not vibing with the chainsaw?
1: It's not vibes. <laughs> okay.
0: Well I I remember um we were only dating for a couple of months when we went to a corn maze together.
1: Ironically, the same exact corn maze I had gone to five years <laughs> previously with my friends.
0: Uh it's fun it's called Black Island Farms. And it's cool because they have a corn maze, but they also have a pumpkin patch. You can take a hayride. They've got um well, they've got like pig races and so it's, it's like a big uh farm event that they've got lots of stuff there. And I like growing up went most years to to do all the stuff but um, I had never been through their haunted attraction for some reason but I've I've always loved going through haunted stuff all the time But um, so that was when I took you it was my first time actually going through um, a haunted corn maze I'd never done an outdoor um, attraction like that before so I really didn't know what to expect uh, but I thought they did a pretty good job and I was having a lot of fun with you but I was shocked that the chainsaw came out and you just were gone I didn't know where you went and I think you just I don't even think you like followed the path Out of the cord maze You just like booked it straight through the corn And you're like I'm finding the exit no matter which direction it's in
1: It's every man for himself <laughs> I was just going
0: She gone, she's a runner, she's a track star <laughs> Um, I was not
1: a track star
0: I'm surprised though that like Given how much you hate hated that That you even let me take you on another date
1: Well I mean at that point We had Decided to get married. So, true. It was too late for me to back out then. I
0: guess that's true. Yeah. We, I guess it wasn't right when we were first dating because it was, we decided to get married, but we weren't engaged yet.
1: Yeah. Because we had a short, uh, dating period.
0: (laughs) That makes it sound like we had like a shotgun wedding or something. Like it was like 14 months and almost, almost two years. It's like 21 months, uh, from when we first met to when we got married.
1: I would say, we did kind of have a shotgun wedding because my dad loves you so much. I feel like he would have disowned me if I didn't marry you.
0: Except we've we've been married like two and a half years, and you're still not pregnant. Yeah. So it's not no not nowhere even close to being a shotgun wedding. Yeah. Okay. Um.
1: Two and a half years. I like, think it's only been like a little over two.
0: Two years and.
1: And two months.
0: But that's that's close to two and a half years. That's like four months away. Like by like the end of this year, it'll be like. Two and a half, basically. Okay. We're just, we're coming up on two and a half. I guess, yeah. We'll be, we'll be to two and a half before we get to three. How about that?
1: Yeah. We're, I don't know. I feel like we're in the period where we can comfortably say, like, we've been married for two years,
0: you know? Well, I like to put a little edge on it and be like, almost two and a half years, because then it's like, you know, we're, (laughs) yeah, it's like, same with me. Like, whenever people ask me how old I am, I wouldn't say what my current age is. I'd say what I'm going to be. Even if my birthday was two months ago, I'd say, like, It's only like if it's my birthday month, so like I just had my birthday, I'm 24, this month I'll say I'm 24. But if you ask me next month how old I am, I'll say, oh, I'm going to be 25.
1: Yeah, you do that. You've noticed that? Yeah, I do. Because I'm the kind of person that like rounds down.
0: Why would you round down? You got to make yourself seem better, older.
1: But I don't want to seem old.
0: You just got to make yourself seem more progressed and more like, uh, what's the word? Oh, frick. What's the word? What's the word, babe? Not like qualified, but more wise kind of, more supervisory, like more (laughs) experienced. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I guess it's just because I'm like still in college and I'm like 23 and I'm married. And it feels weird being, because I feel like the old one in college for sure. And so, and it's funny when I like. I'm, like, in a mentorship program, and I was talking to my mentor, and he was talking about how I'm more of, like, the non-traditional college student, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, like, graduated high school and, like, went straight to college. Like, I'm a traditional college student, and then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, no, like, I'm I'm a little older, and I'm, like, I took a two-year gap, and I'm married. Like, yeah, it does kind of seem like I'm, like, the non-traditional college student, um, and sometimes I feel like I've just been in college for forever, and I, like, feel older than everyone and I don't want to. So yeah. That's why I'm like, no, I don't want to be old.
0: Yeah, that's true. That makes me feel bad. Next next month, I'm going to start saying I'm going to be 25, but I'm still like a sophomore in college
1: <laughs> for the
0: seventh year in a row.
1: Yeah, at least I'm at my junior year now.
0: <laughs> so Back to haunted houses. The first haunted house I ever went through was at Lagoon Amusement Park, which is this really big family-owned uh, amusement park in Farmington, Utah. And every year for the past probably almost 30 years, they redecorate the whole park and they call it Frightmares for Halloween. And they actually have, they redo their kind of um, picnic table pavilions. Um, they take out all the pavilions and then they like build like houses, on haunted houses on the, on the inside, which is really cool. And I remember, oh, I don't know how old I was. I was young enough to still be, like, terrified. And my dad, there was one that they did called Haunted Hollywood, where you go in and you watch uh, scenes of, like, the classic universal horror movies, um, and then, like, the monster movies, um, and then, you know, classic horror characters like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, um, Halloween. And then, as you watch the scenes, then, like, the characters would come out and be spooky and and whatever. But I, and my parents were like trying to like talk me into, to going through it. And then I just had a panic attack. And before I even got to the front of the line, just like ran away and screamed no. And, um, and then I would wait for them to go through it. But then a couple of years later, the first one I went through, it was called the Funhouse of Fear. And the entire thing was just clowns. Nope. Um, and, and i remember being really really nervous to go through that but it was rated like a 3 out of 5 on on the scary scale that they have and um that one is terrifying like well the the whole thing is like you know it was re- i remember going through and i was kind of had this like out of body experience because especially like there was like strobe lights and it was like i was seeing stuff and people jumping out and i was like really like kind of terrified and i wasn't really believing what i was experiencing it just like felt w- like um, I don't know. I was like, "Is this what drugs is like?" You know, like. <laughs> but then, then I get out and I realize, like, "Oh wow, that was not at all what I expect." Like, I just kind of like came to terms with what I saw, and I was like, "That wasn't bad." Like, those were just people in there. Like, I like I wasn't in danger. I had no reason to be scared. And uh, and so then I went again, and I liked it. And I went through like the other haunted houses that they do at Lagoon. And then every other year, that became like. <laughs> My We had season passes and my favorite thing about having a season pass was going through the haunted houses at Frightmares as many times as I could. My brother and I even, like we lived, we lived far enough away that you, you know, you have to drive down the interstate to get there. But one, there was a couple of times where we had nothing to do on a weekend. So me and my brother would ride our bikes from Clearfield to Lagoon, just go through some haunted houses and then ride back. I think it's like a 15 mile total bike ride, but we just we loved it. We went all the time.
1: That is any mile on a bike ride is too long. <laughs> I hate biking.
0: I think I I think I needed to count um to get my biking merit badge anyway. I needed, you know, a certain number of 5 mile trips, a certain number of 10 mile trips, a certain number of 15 mile trips. And so I like killed two birds with one stone, counted it as a trip to get my merit badge, but also went to some haunted houses with my brother.
1: Nice. Yeah. We love a multitasker.
0: And then um, I had a friend in junior high who either his dad or someone in his neighborhood works for this really big haunted house in downtown Salt Lake called Nightmare on 13th Street, which is a clever portmanteau of Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. But it's also on 13th Street. Street. So it's Nightmare on 13th Street. And um, it used to be, I think it used to be a car dealership or a some of their warehouse and they've retrofitted the entire thing to be this it's just all year long is just nightmare on thirteenth. It's not they don't re-theme it or anything. So that's its only purpose. And uh and so since he, since my friends knew someone that worked there, he got us like cheap tickets. And so like two or three years in a row, we just a bunch of, you know, 13, 14 year olds would go together. And I remember just being amazed at how much more in depth and immersive of an experience it was going through there than through the stuff at Lagoon Amusement Park. And I've just I I've always I've loved it ever since. <laughs> I like even uh there was one time I took a road trip up to Portland and Vancouver, Washington, and we went to where they filmed Halloween Town. And it was during Halloween season. And so it was all decked out to look like Halloween Town. And they had this huge, like haunted house across the street, and we checked that out, and so I've always, like, it's just one of my favorite things about uh, October is going to, and so I've, I've been begging you to, like, go through one with me, and I guess you can probably talk about that experience two years ago when I tried to get you to go through Nightmare on 13th with me.
1: Yeah, so I, like, had only ever done the corn maze twice, and for me, it was, like, fine, like, none of it really scares me except for, like, you know, the chainsaw, but that's, like, that like really gets me like really gets me and so josh had been mentioning that he wanted to go through Friday the 13th but i did not like the fact that it like wasn't in an open area and i couldn't just like run you know didn't, like i
0: sorry i don't mean to interrupt you didn't we make like a deal that i would watch stranger things with you if you went to the haunted oh, house with me oh yeah cuz i was really you were really excited to show stranger things to me but i was really spooked out and didn't want to watch it and then i think we made the deal that we would... I would watch all the seasons of Stranger Things with me if you went to the haunted house.
1: Yeah, because, like, when we first started dating, like, the first month, I showed him Stranger Things because I was like, this show is really good. You're going to love it. And he was really freaked out just in the first scene. And I was not expecting that. So, anyways, we, like, made this deal. Um, but I was, like, not having a good year or a good month that time. And, like, my anxiety was already, like, really shot. And so, we walked, like, 30 seconds into, into the haunted house and and then i just like tapped out i'm like i'm done like w- we found the first actor and like <laughs> got out and um yeah and i was just like nope not going back there and i like went to my parents house and just cried
0: <laughs> i had to like th- we we ran into the first actor in the house and he jumps out and i have to like let him know like hey can we like get an emergency exit and he just kind of like stares at me and i'm like yeah like how can we exit so then he like breaks character and he like waves at the security camera and then a guy comes in and escorts us out and
1: Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It was, like, a tough time for me, and I already just, like, was, like, on the edge, and, like, trying to deal with this was, like, way too much. And we walked in, and you could already hear the chainsaw. Right. And you had told me there's only one chainsaw, and it's at the end. And I heard it, and I was like, you liar. I want out now. (laughs) I just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, too much stress for me to handle at the time. Right. Um and plus like i said i didn't like that it wasn't in open spaces like the corn maze had been like if i didn't like something in the corn maze i just like take off in the corn you know <laughs> yeah. and then you know probably get lost and figure it out later but when you're in the house like the building it's an enclosed space and there's nowhere for you to go so that definitely freaked me out um so we didn't try again last year thank goodness and then <laughs> we went last week and the whole day I was like so sick, like I felt like I was gonna throw up and I was just getting like so stressed that it was like to the point where I just wanted to like go to sleep.
0: Yeah, you missed so like I asked you several weeks ago if it would be something that you'd be down to try again. Because I like you mentioned to me last time that the main reason why you tapped out was because of the chainsaw and In my i i explained like in my experience the chainsaw is like it's like a trope that the chainsaw is the last room and part of the reason is because yeah when you're in an enclosed space there's nowhere for you to go but there's also nowhere for the actors to go so like no one's gonna chase you everyone's kind of confined to their little room that they're in and they'll jump out and spook you but then there's nowhere for you to go because there's no room to chase you anywhere so then you just move on to the next space and so like if the chainsaw is the last room a lot of people are going to have that reaction that they want to run away from the chainsaw. And so if they put it by the exit, then there's room for them to run out the exit. Plus, it's kind of like a marketing deal that like people see, oh, this place is so scary that people are literally running out the exit to get out. That must that must be awesome. We should go check it out. And it just so happens that the way that the inside of the building was situated, that the exit was like on the other side of the wall from the entrance, the first room. So, yeah, we could hear the <laughs> chainsaw, but it was like still 30 minutes away. Um And so I think after I explained that, you're like, man, if I would have known that, then like we could have, I could have made it through no problem. Yeah. So I asked you if you'd be down to try it again this year. And last time we only, it was just me and you, which was even a little bit nerve wracking for me just going through it with one other person. And I said, why don't we get some friends, some of our siblings to go through with us? We have a bigger group, so it's not as nerve wracking. Maybe we can feel a little bit more safe. And you were—you seemed like super down for that idea. So we invited some other people. We all got tickets together. But then, yeah, the day of, you mentioned to me that you were like so like almost sick worrying about it. I felt so bad. But I would have been totally fine if you wanted to like tap out again. But I'm really proud of you for like sticking it out and trying it.
1: Yeah. I was like this time I had my little sister coming. So I had to be like the big strong. <laughs> <laughs> And she – this was, like, her first haunted house, too, and she was, like, clinging on to me the whole time because, you know, she didn't really know what to expect. And at least, like, I kind of had an idea of what to expect. But Mm -hmm. I've, like, gotten to a point in my life where I, like, don't really – like, I have so much anxiety other places. Like, I don't feel the need to give myself anxiety In other areas where it's, like, unnecessary. And so I was just, like, I probably would have never gone through a haunted house again, like, if it wasn't for you, because I just don't care to.
0: So what was, just walk me through, like, what the experience was. Like, what met your expectations? What was different than what you expected?
1: Um... I think, like, a lot of it was very similar to what I expected, you know? Like, I know you walk through the different rooms, and there's different themes for each room and stuff. I think, you know, the haunted house that we did is a little bit higher budget than the corn maze. Um, And so, there were a lot of special effects that definitely exceeded my expectation. Like, the dragon that popped out and was, like, coming at you. Or there was, like, one time where they just like dropped a mannequin on you, like a ghost. Um, There were like
0: guys on like bungee cords or like swing that they like swing out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Or like jump
0: out of nowhere from like a corner and like looks like they're going to get you, but then they like go back up to like the rafters.
1: Yeah. Or there was like the one like walkway where the whole like room is spinning. Yeah. In the walkway and you have to like walk through it. And I like came out of it super dizzy or like there's this one room where it's dark and foggy and there's just one laser pointed like straight at you and then there are people like jumping out of the dark. Um, so you can't
0: see anything.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Um like definitely some like super awesome special effects that weren't that I wasn't expecting, like just that was fun and like you know going through that part of it, I think it was more of like an admiration sort of thing. Like I'm going through like, Oh wow. They did really cool with this because like the actors don't really scare me. I think they're like kind of fun to like interact with and stuff, but they like don't really scare me except the ones in the, in the dark room kind of got me a little bit because like they're just jumping out of nowhere and like you don't really expect them like you kind of do with the other ones but but i thought that was it was just kind of more like the admiration but it still was like very nervous and like the anticipation of the chainsaw part was like definitely like stressing me out a bit but when we like got to the end and i realized oh it's like this teeny room with like like, a closet, basically, with a guy standing there with a chainsaw. And it's, like, this huge line of people, like, just trying to get out. So it's really easy for me to slide behind them and, like, get out. Um, Yeah. So that part wasn't nearly as bad as the one in the corn maze because that guy chased me with the chainsaw. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to book it, but this one wasn't bad at all.
0: Yeah, luckily, like, just the nature of a chainsaw is it's loud, so it's never going to be a surprise because you can always hear it before you get there. You can hear them doing it to the other people.
1: Right, for better or for worse. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like one thing, it's never going to catch you out of nowhere, but on the other hand, You're then, just you, anticipating then you know it. to expect it, and that might make it worse. Yeah. And so we, we get to, like, the one or two rooms before it, and I start to hear it. So I tell you, hey, just so you know, the chainsaw's coming up, and you gripped me. Like the entire rest of the house, I like your sister was holding on to you. And so I was um walking a few steps ahead with my brother. And I kept turning back to see how you doing? How's your anxiety? And you seemed like you were handling it all really well. And you're like, it's not too bad. And you I would say like, how you doing? You're like, well, I'd rather not be here, but you know, it's okay. But then I like right at the end I was like, hey, just so you know the chainsaw's coming and all of a sudden you held on to me. And, like, with each step, just gripped tighter and tighter. And I was like, okay, we just need to make it through this one more room and we'll be, we'll be fine. But I did not even think that we could get through that last room because (laughs) of how tight you were pulling me back. But we walked into the room. The guy came out with a chainsaw. You uttered expletives.
1: Did
0: I? (laughs) I think so. And then, and, uh, yeah. And then you, you booked it out and, uh, And then we survived. Yeah. It was was awesome. And then we, as we were walking to the car, you were just like, you know what? I actually didn't mind that.
1: Yeah. And, And here's the thing. Yeah. There are other things I would rather like be doing with my time or like spending my money on. Right. But I know this is something that you love. And like, it's not something that I'm going to like stress out the whole time about going to. But I like already am like so high strung and have like so much stress that like I don't necessarily need to be an environment where I, I'm causing myself more.
0: Um I want to ask now that you've been through it and you know what to expect and what it is and what it isn't on the inside, would it still give you that same level of stress to go again?
1: Probably not that same place. I think like if we went to other haunted houses in the area, like I've heard that there are more chainsaws especially like fear factory i don't know if this is true but i've heard like multiple people say that there's like three or more chainsaws um in that haunted house i don't think i would ever want to go there right but um yeah i would probably be down
0: yeah i would um i knowing like where like what your anxiety and stress levels are for things like that i would never take you to a place that i hadn't been to and I didn't know what to expect like because then I couldn't you know make any promises or or anything Uh, same thing with like roller coasters like I would never take you on a roller coaster that I didn't think that you could handle because I know that that's just something that you're not into and I love roller coasters and I'd love to take you on them but I'm like always going to respect like where your boundary levels are and I'm never going to try to push you
1: yeah that's like another one where it's just like it stresses me out so bad that I found like in life it's not worth pushing myself to go on because, like, honestly, like, standing in line for roller coasters and, like, or, like, things that I don't know or don't know what to think, it makes me so sick. Like, I think I'm going to throw up. And so it's just, and at least haunted houses are, like, enjoyable enough for me. Like, I just don't enjoy roller coasters at all. So,
0: so next Halloween, would you want to go to Nightmare on the 13th again? Yeah. Awesome! That makes me really happy. I think it'd be it would be so much fun. I love I just I just love it so much because you go in and it's so immersive, especially when it's a high budget long uh, attraction. You go in and the lighting, the set design, the costumes, the illusions, the effects, everything just is immersive. It's you just walk in, you're like, wow! Like, and and I love that Nightmare on Thirteenth. They change the theming every year, so they rearrange stuff. They bring in new characters or new they're always changing things up and I i think it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down.
0: One of my favorite um effects is, they had it a couple of times is um you're walking and you're expecting a guy to pop out, but there's like a big vast empty space next to you that you don't even realize. And then a huge animatronic like a uh alligator the size of a car or a rat head or a scarecrow the size of like a truck comes out really close and then like backs you up against the wall and it feels like it's going to eat you, but it just comes like, you know, within a couple like feet.
1: Yeah. I thought those ones were really cool too. Yeah.
0: That was great. Yeah. My other favorite um, effect that they have is um, you go up these, these stairs to the second level and you walk through the hallway and all of a sudden it looks, it looks and feels like you are on the roof of the building and it's just a narrow walkway of bricks and as you're walking, it it looks like just if you take a uh, a step a foot forward, you'll fall down. Like
1: oh yeah, I hated that one.
0: And uh, and as you're so you kind of have to like back against the wall to get to the other side, and then the wall tilts forward and kind of pushes you, and you start freaking out. But then you realize there's no ledge; it's just a mirror reflecting like the bricks above you, but it looks like uh a cl- like a ledge over the side. I love right? that. It like is so trippy and I scared your sister when I like tripped forward and I stepped onto the glass mirror and she like thought I was going to fall. Yeah. That was awesome.
1: That was cool. I so this one was one from the corn maze I went to in uh when I was about 14. So they like I think they kind of changed around that one too because like When we went, it was just all outdoors in the corn maze except for, like, this one part where they had, like, a bus parked in the middle and you had to walk through the bus. But I remember when I went in junior high with my friends that it was actually, like, the first part of it was indoors. And then they, like, put you outdoors and, like, you finish the corn maze out there. And one of the coolest rooms was this, like, Weeping Angels room.
0: From Doctor Who. From
1: Doctor Who. Oh
0: my gosh, that sounds terrifying.
1: This was like peak Doctor Who. um, I don't know. Maybe it was just within my friends, but I feel like it was the time when everyone was obsessed with Doctor Who. um, Back when David Tennant was the Doctor, and he was the best Doctor, in my opinion. It might have been like a little bit into like Matt Smith's reign, but anyways, it was also back when like the Weeping Angels were like peak terror, and I love that episode of doctor who i think it's so well done it serves as a pretty good standalone episode too like i mean the doctor's kind of in it but like you don't have to have a super great understanding of him or like his assistant or the folklore that's around the doctor and um and it was my introduction to the show and i just think it's so well done as like just a piece of television it's like my favorite episode to this day.
0: Um Of Doctor Who or all of television?
1: Of Doctor Who. Oh gotcha. Um, as for all of television, I'd say it's top ten for sure. Cool. Um did we ever finish that?
0: Nope. We um <laughs> you you told me about it also when we were first dating and we I think the episode was on prime video or something and we started it. And I either got too spooked or or we didn't have time to watch the whole thing at my parents' house. And when we went to finish it, it was no longer on that streaming service.
1: Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max. So we're definitely watching it before Halloween this oh, year.
0: I'm totally down.
1: But anyways, um, so because I think you would like Doctor Who, the show, in general. But anyways.
0: I also think I would, too. I'm just... It's such a long running show that it's intimidating for me to jump into.
1: Yeah, just jump in from like the reboot. But okay. anyways, um we can talk about Doctor Who later and <laughs> I'll I'll help you get into it. But we'll do
0: a Doctor Who episode.
1: Yeah. Um oh yeah we should.
0: Actually that's not a bad idea. We yeah. should add it to the list. Let's
1: add it to the list. Okay. Um anyways so for those of you who don't know what the weeping angels are, they're these creatures that like move. Uh, when you're not looking at them. But if you're looking at them, they turn to stone. Um, And then if they touch you, they, like, capture you and send you back in time and then, like, feed off of, like, your potential
0: energy in the future or, like, in the present. Um, Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't know they sent you back in time. I thought they just ate you or something. No, no. Gotcha. Um, that's, that's almost worse than, like, just killing you, right?
1: Right. Um. So, anyways... But it's like scary and the whole episode is called Don't Blink because you can't even blink because they're so fast that like if you blink, like that's part of the like scariness of the episode is like you blink and they're like, you know, across the room and then all of a sudden they're in your face. And so um, that was one of the rooms in the haunted house and a lot of my friends were like scared of it and they went into like full flight mode, like like me with the chainsaw flight mode. And right. Where they were just like gone, and one of them like shoved me over a tree stump that was like in the middle of the room, and I fell and like cut myself. Oh no, because she was just like so freaked out. Yeah, and but I thought that was like one of the coolest ones because they did they had a strobe light in that room with the angels, and so the actors would like move in the dark and um but then try to freeze when like you know the light came on and it was really well done and like even though my friends were like panicking and like panic shoving and everything like I still like appreciated it and I was like oh this is such a cool room like I really like this one so
0: that's yeah that seems like really cool um that's one thing that I think is a downfall for me for outdoor haunted houses like the maze or um I think there's a haunted forest nearby that seems interesting but I think I just be nervous because when it's outdoors and more spacious the people going through feel more almost entitled or whatever to run and but it's still in the dark they it's still sticks. contained it's still contained but it's in the it's in the dark there's sticks there's twigs there's stumps there's you don't know and you have limited vision so it's almost a heightened sense of uh or heightened risk of injury when but more people run when it's like outside in spaces like that.
1: Right, but this was in the indoor section. Gotcha. Um I the only reason there was a tree stump there was just like decoration like gotcha. part of the scene, but um or maybe it was like they had like built like a fake barn or something around it or whatever and it was like the ground cuz I I remember that tree stump didn't really move, which is why I like fell over and whatever, but yeah, that was still cool and I think That probably tops anything we saw on Friday or Nightmare on 13th, even though they did a good job.
0: Okay. What other Halloween activities do we need to do? Let's see. We've got eight days.
1: Okay. Well, pumpkin carving definitely needs to be on there. Wait, eight days till Halloween? Yeah. What?
0: It's the 23rd. It's going to be the 24th in half an hour.
1: I hate how fast this goes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh man, we just never got to like the pumpkin patch corn maze this year.
0: Yeah, we were going to go this, this weekend.
1: And then it just rained all day Saturday. Right. Um
0: and it's going to snow on your birthday.
1: Yeah. Not cool, Mother Nature. Not
0: cool. Um I love snow, just not in October, please.
1: I only love snow in November and December. Same. Those are the only months they're allowed.
0: Actually, I think I'm I'm fine with snow until fe- like Valentine's Day. After Valentine's Day, it should become spring cuz I like skiing post-New Year's is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, if we can get to the pumpkin patch, uh, Corn Maze, that would be awesome. But I'm afraid to go to a pumpkin patch too late because that's when you get all the bum pumpkins.
0: I haven't Like the past two years, we didn't even go to the pumpkin patch. We just went to uh, Smith's Marketplace, right?
1: Yeah. And we might have to do and that we got, again this year. <laughs> and we
0: still ended up with bum pumpkins.
1: Yeah. We might have to do that again this year because we just i mean it's been a crazy month
0: yeah um, okay so besides carving pumpkins what else do we, oh costumes for costumes, our halloween parties we got invited to a uh, my first ever halloween party
1: really yeah
0: i'm i'm so excited i feel like i finally have friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> every party was a halloween party for me growing up the birthday, every party. birthday party yeah cuz i was born like what 4 or 5 days before halloween and My mom was like, yeah, it was always just easier for me to have a Halloween themed party. So that's what we did every year.
0: (laughs) At least you weren't born in December because then it's like this present counts for your birthday and Christmas.
1: Okay. I do have a brother that was born in December and I feel like my parents did a really good job of like giving him of like separating the birthday and Christmas unless he wanted something like bigger, you know, Mm -hmm. like a 3D printer. (laughs) Yeah. Like he got last year or the year before or something, but then it's like, okay, this is like going to count for birthday and Christmas because it's pretty big. But I think my parents were pretty good at respecting that. But.
0: Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we got invited to a murder mystery Halloween party and they assigned us characters. And so we have to put together a costume that fits the character description. Is that right? Yes. That seems really cool. So what's your character?
1: Um, I think it's called spirit. It's basically a ghost. You're a ghost? I'm a
0: ghost. So wait, so when we go to the party, are we like no longer husband and wife? We have to act in character or are we still together?
1: Um, we act in character.
0: So I'm supposed to not know you anymore.
1: I mean, theoretically, yeah. It's like role playing? I mean, yeah, but like the murder mysteries I've been in, like people only like half acted out. So
0: That's dumb. You got to get a group of D&D people together that are really into the role playing. <gasps> D&D Or the people. LARPers. Or <laughs> My character is called Wings and he's like a... Uh, Warlock's familiar. He's like a bat.
1: Yeah. So you're dressing up as a bat. Cool. If you want to. I I
0: have no idea what to do to put together a bat costume.
1: I can draw some like bat wing eyeliner on you or something.
0: That might be cool actually. Yeah. Um. But then also for um, Halloween proper, we wanted to go as Joyce Byers and Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah. I think that'd be really cute. I think so too. All right. So besides, we've got, still need to do pumpkin carving, still need to put our costumes together. What else do we haven't done yet?
1: What else do we haven't done yet?
0: What else do we haven't had done yet?
1: We need to get the fall spice uh, shakes at Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. I've heard those are good.
0: We have pumpkin and apple spice candles. So we're good there.
1: I had some apple cider the other day. They were handing it out at school for free. So
0: um, Hay rides are fun, but you can also wait till Christmas to do hay Because hay rides are also like a kind of Christmas thing. Yeah, like but you could do sleigh strong. rides. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Wait, I can't be singing Christmas songs on a Halloween episode. No. Okay, let me go back to my Halloween song. I'm so sorry. With a hip, hip and a hippity hop. He's out looking for a top to chop, so don't try to figure out a plan. You can't reason with a headless man.
1: There we go. We just, I don't know. I don't know what else we have to do. I feel like we've done a lot already, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Probably just uh, fit in some more movies. Oh, we should frame your kitten cross-stitch. Yes. You're like Black Cat. Speaking of cross-stitch, um, I finally f- finished my R2-D2 cross-stitch that I started in January. That and we, we released, talked
1: about on the podcast Yeah, episode. we released
0: a cross-stitch episode back in March. And I just finished it this week. Um, and now I just gotta, I, I've washed it, ironed it, it's ready to be framed. And then today I started a new one that I'm so excited about. It's a Carina Nebula um, James Webb Space Telescope image as a cross-stitch pattern. And it's... The the R2D2 one I did only had like maybe twelve colors and this one has ninety.
1: You know, you would think from the way he cross stitches now and the way he's into it that he was the one that introduced me to cross stitch because <laughs> now you're like researching new techniques for how to do it and you've got like this special um hoop. Or I guess it's not a hoop, it's like a box that I'd like never even heard of before. And
0: Yeah, I was teaching you a new method that I learned about how to like stitch with multiple colors at the same time.
1: Yeah, and so you would think that he was a cross-stitcher, not me.
0: I just, I think it came in waves. Like the first, when you first introduced it to me at the beginning of the year, I really enjoyed it, but mainly as like a therapeutic kind of thing because of everything that was going on um, just in life in general at that, that time. And then life started to get better and I just kind of forgot about cross-stitching all summer basically. And then I kind of re-remembered, restarted the cross stitch where I left off. And then in the second wave, it just kinda hit me like, I really like this. I like this a lot. And so I anytime I watch TV, I would like realize that I was staying up late to like cross-stitch. Um at the end of a long day, I would wind down before bed by doing it. And I've just like kind of fallen in love with it. And so I'm yeah, it's that's funny that like I think I'm I've Just recently been doing it a lot more than you, and you're the one that introduced it to me.
1: Yeah, but you also, I think, have a little bit more time than I do.
0: That's true. I
1: don't want to say a lot because you're still like very busy, but I feel like I'm drowning all the time. Right. So, (laughs) Speaking of which, um, I still have a lot to do for tomorrow, so we could wrap this up.
0: We're only at 20 minutes so far.
1: No, we're not. Just
0: kidding. (laughs) Come on, babe. We're like, we we just, I haven't even hit record yet. Babe? (laughs) Okay, let's uh, wind this uh, wind this up, or let's wrap this up before Sydney kills me. Um, otherwise, there might be two headless men to sing about this Halloween. <laughs> oh, we should watch the Twilight Zone.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, I uh, love the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I just
0: opened up my my gallery and I found the the clown photo. Um, so Sid's uh, father. Friend of the pod. You might know him from the concerts, the first concerts episode we did. He um, shaved off his goatee, which he's had
1: for like over 10 years at this point. Like, I've forgotten what he looks like clean shaven.
0: And uh, in my dream the next night, I had a dream that Sid showed me the picture of him trimming off his beard. And in my dream, I said, That looks like if you typed in John Wayne Gacy into an AI art generator. <laughs> and so then I thought that was so funny that in my dream that I made that joke. And uh so then today I did type in John Wayne Gacy into an AI art generator, and it's doesn't look too dissimilar from your dad.
1: I mean, I think the sad thing is that like John Wayne Gacy just has like similar features to my dad, unfortunately. But, like, I don't know. He still looks a little different. Yeah. And also, my dad is definitely better looking than John Wayne Gacy. So. Oh, for sure. It, I think it depends on the picture you look at. Because, like, the one that, like, comes up on the Wikipedia page when you Google him, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, the eyes are kind of similar. Like, except my dad doesn't have the crazy in him that, like, the crazy in his eyes that, like, John Wayne Gacy does. But, like, then looking at, like, his mugshot, I'm like, oh, his mugshot doesn't look like my dad at all. So...
0: Yeah. All right. This has been another episode of thanks for participating. I've been Josh and my wife has been Sydney. And once again, thanks for listening. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Josh underscore is underscore rich and at dip your chicken. You can find the show on Instagram and TikTok at TFP underscore pod and on Twitter at TFP underscore show. You can also support the show by ordering some podcast merch. The link to our T public store will be in the show notes. You can send mail to participating.podcast at gmail.com. Also, We'd like to ask you to please rate and review the show on iTunes Apple Podcasts slash Spotify slash wherever you get your podcasts. Our cover art is by Vaishan Brandon. Check him out at Vaishan Designs on Instagram. And our music is by Mitch Fry. Find him at Firefry underscore on Instagram. That's F-I-R-E-F-R-E-I on Instagram and Mitch Fry Music on YouTube.
1: Well, this has been real.
0: Has it? It's been surreal. Yeah. It's been ideal.
1: And once again, to our listeners... We love you and thank you for participating.
0: And thanks for not chickening out of the haunted house.